Hi, Beth. Hey, Beth. Your Abby, Dear Kiki. Desperate housewives. Doesn't want to marry you. Love you like I love you. Don't talk to yourself. Cheers, Beth. Cheers. Ill-advised. This is ill-advised. Hi, Beth. Hello. Hello, and welcome. Welcome to Ill Advice. The podcast where two best friends tell you what to do when someone else already has. Like your neighbor. And not your skydiving instructor. I like that one way better. Really? Yeah. Well, no parachute here, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> We're going down. <laughs> Uh, and that's it. That's our podcast. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Tune in next week <laughs> for a better intro. For parachutes. <laughs> How are you doing, Beth? Uh, good. I'm doing good. I'm actually doing really good. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yep. That's it, huh? He, that's all I'm gonna. Oh, say I mean, why? Well, I mean, I didn't know if you had more rather than I'm not trying to pressure you to say more. No, I didn't feel pressure. Oh, good. I didn't. I need to know more right now. Last weekend. What? That's what happens when we don't record. What? I have to break up fights and shit. I don't keep it secret. (laughs) (laughs) We've fallen into this pattern where we're just like, I'll just tell them on the air. Oh, that wasn't the secret I was talking about. Oh, the other one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you kind of sort of clued me in. Yeah. Because you wanted to know what the male version of a cougar was. (laughs) Great. And what did we decide it was? It was between creep and what did Colin say? Oh, did he say creeper? I thought he did. No, I said creep. BT dubs, male version of a cougar is a predator. Oh, that's what he said. (laughs) That's because of that picture that I posted with me eating the sandwich. Oh, yes. And he's like. He's like, I was like, what am I going to capture it? Caption it. And he's like, predator and his prey. And he's like, oh yeah, tell Stephanie that's what a male version of a cougar is. I laughed so hard. That's good shit. How are you doing? Beth, I have not gone to the gym this week. Ooh, girl. I went on two interviews this week. Ooh. I got callbacks for two of them. Avi. And one of them, when I was talking to Fred today, I was like, Fred, I don't even want it. He's like, I know. <laughs> so why? <laughs> I can see it on your face, essentially. So why are you going to go through with it? Don't do the assignment. Send them an email. Let them know that you're, you know, something else has come up and you're good. I'm like, yeah, okay. This whole time I'm like, no, I'm just going to do it just to like, you know, just in case. You know, I don't land another one or something else happens. He's like, you don't want it. He's like, and he's like, you're not desperate. And I'm like, I am desperate. And he goes, no, you're afraid of being desperate. And I wrote that shit down so fast because he's right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He fucking struck a nerve with that one. So you didn't accept the job you didn't want. (laughs) Well, it's just a second interview. So I'm going to send them an email letting them know that I am... Not, not going to pursue. Anything. Oh, Bev, I'm proud of you. That's a fucking, yeah. <laughs> me too. <laughs> you me should. Too. <laughs> oh, my neurosis is like fucking on overdrive right now. Like my. Like second guessing yourself. I can or like, hear I my can't mother. I hear I'm... my mom in the back of my head 
well, you need a job. Like, fuck you, Grace. I love you, mom. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, that's how I am. I just, I felt like I needed to take a break from life and I didn't go to the gym this week. I wrote down, I need a break and it's okay over and over and over. Wow. And I sat down with Colin yesterday and I said, I am tired of dealing with bullshit, of making other people happy, of not doing what I want to do, of meeting people halfway or worried about how they're going to feel. I am tired and I am more importantly tired of being tired. Yeah. So things are going to change. Good for you. Yeah, thank you. I'm super proud. Thank you. I appreciate that. Honestly, that's a huge deal. Um, I am aware. Yes, you are in the know of how my psyche works. By the way, tell me. Quick shout out the next unhealed motherfucking bastard. Oh, that comes for you. I am not going to be fucking professional in my response. Oh, this is so. I didn't even take it personally. Well, I'm glad you didn't. (laughs) But I did. Okay. You ain't calling my best friend a fucking female because of your unhealed childhood trauma. Right. Because of my feelings. Because we triggered you. Right. Because because my best friend looks better than you. Or little fucking. Or her best friend is okay with feeling. Skinny legged bitch. Yeah. Did you just look at my calves and say that? No, I looked at his. I looked at his calves. Did you go through his page? Yes. Yeah, we don't need that negative shit. I mean, keep them coming. It's giving us content. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, it's okay. I know, but I'm letting you know me. I know. I'll kill all of you. I liked your response. Yeah. It was really good. It was good. Yeah. I don't remember what it was, but I do remember being like, okay. It was like... Speaking of perspectives, yeah, yours no is really great. I know. I wanted to respond to. I switched to my profile to go in and respond, <laughs> and I was like, "No, why?" I know. That's I know. Because I just wanted to be like, "Listen." I just wanted to be. I wanted it on the fun. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of fun, before we dive into the wine, Beth, you and I took some pictures um, <laughs> last week. Yeah, we did, and. There, there's some interesting pictures for sure. I actually really like a lot of them. We look great. I just need to figure out how to edit them so that our bottom halves aren't dark because we didn't take into account that we had a big couch in front of us. Oh. Right. And so, you know, I'm working on that. But I came across this AI photo generator. Stop it. And I decided to put Did this you? photo through. Stop it. Yep, I wonder if they can see it, but I'll post it on our Facebook page. Can I see it? This is the original photo. Oh, that's a great one. It's a great photo. You want to see how good it looks like after the first AI generator? (laughs) Maybe. I've seen some disasters. (laughs) What? (laughs) Look at your shoulder. (laughs) What? And, And we're black. Literally. I feel like... We're not doing, just like tan. No, we're, we're actually literally like this is blackface, but like unintentional, <laughs> but like actual. <laughs> so I was like, this isn't right. So I put it through again. Uh huh. Well, oh, we're, we're either Native Inca or South or Native American. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh- <laughs> and I was like, all right. Ha. One last time. 
And now we are both. <laughs> they literally took both of them and smashed them together. And I look like one of my exes. I was literally just going to say you've dated that guy, yep. which is really funny. It's really funny. I'll share these on our page. How did I even... Nobody else's... They still looked like them. Yeah, but not ours. All the more reason to drink. Cheers. (laughs) (laughs) This week, I have the pleasure of saying that we are drinking a Nomadica Sparkling White. Colin's college bestie is the CEO and founder of this company. And I've had this before, I will say admittedly. I have not. And I really liked it. So the back of it says, notes of grapefruit, lemon, honeydew, nectarine, saline, minerality. Sounds great. I don't know what saline minerality is. I will ask her. In fact, I'll just send her this clip. (laughs) Why we love it. Lively citrus and honeydew melon. The faintest kiss of nectarine. Fresh saline minerality and sizzling frizzante. Oh, I said frizzinate. Great. Uh, this wine sings of white sand and relaxation. The closest thing there is to a seaside vacation in a can. That description alone makes me just want to drink them Literally. all. You can get these in a four pack for about $22, I think I spent on this. And you can find them at Whole Foods. So I'm super excited for this. Cheers. Cheers. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Number two? Yep. Oh, I'm getting that grapefruit. I was going to say the first sip was lemon for me. I don't know what the first one was. That's why I didn't say anything. Cleanse, acclimate, taste. Taste. Let's do it. I'm getting the nectarine and the grapefruit mostly. Lemon and grapefruit for me. Hmm. I love it. I spent last summer on a float, a unicorn float in the pool drinking these yes and it was wonderful yes this is really great it's wonderful i've tried other canned wines and like the little juice box wines Mm -hmm. and although there was one juice box like one of the little boxes that we did like i don't remember what it was though yeah but i think that was just like a regular red wine was it yeah like a mixed or a blend rather yeah so yeah so for like a little canned this is really good yep so one can is a third of a bottle Perfect. Right? So you get a bottle and a third in a box. Perfect. I'm sold. And, oh, I didn't say it, but drink responsibly. Let's take a turn this week. Speaking of AI, (laughs) I'm ready to fuck up your life. Yeah, you usually are. So AI. (laughs) (laughs) Disappointing family since 1987. So... There is an AI craze going on, which I don't necessarily agree with because I think robots are going to take over the world and oh my it's going to be Terminator all over yes, again. Yes, I'm with you. That shit scares me to death. I don't even like the windmills. Fuck <laughs> 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 you. I'm, I'm serious. I'm so like... I get actual anxiety when I'm driving past the windmills down by the college because I'm just like, one of these days, they're going to turn into Transformers and come (laughs) fucking take over the city. And I'm like, terrified. But but they're not AI. They just generate power. I know, but no, I can't. No, I know. Okay. All right. Noted. 
hate them. But, so I'm with you. But there's no harm in playing with chat PT, which has been on the news. It's oh, been, really? yeah, it's like you just type in whatever you want and any of the world's information that's already uploaded into the system, it'll use it to create something in an instant. That's wicked funny because my school just updated a policy and included using artificial intelligence for plagiarism. Yeah. Okay. I used chat PT to help me update my resume. Did it work? It did. I thought AI like kind of fuck shit up. No, it worked. So this one's like, just, you know, smart. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see. (laughs) Let's see. So I, I typed in, um, you know, some twisted scenarios that you would send to the Biff's advice column. Yes. And these are very far-fetched. I did skim some of them. Are you ready to shit your pants? Uh, I think so. Nothing in this episode constitutes real advice. Except for what we give, right? Are we responding like as if it's a real question? We're going to respond as if it's a real question. And then we'll check what chat PT has to say. (sighs) I'm excited. Are you ready? Yes. Dear Biff's. My pet parent learned my deepest secrets and started sharing them (laughs) with the world. (laughs) That's so perfect. How can I keep my secrets safe? The shitty part about it is that this is, this could happen. I I was going to say, I wish this was a real question. Slept with Marcus. (laughs) (laughs) Philip. Marcus. 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 Right. Don't tell Karen. Don't tell Karen. <laughs> <laughs> Polly want a condom? So Beth, how do I keep my secrets safe? <laughs> this is actually hysterical because if you think about like a real life situation, there's nothing you can do except for get rid of your parent. Right. Put your parent in the Amazon and hope it doesn't tell any of the native tribes. Like <laughs> what? <sighs> Um, what would I really give for advice? I want to know where the parrot is being taken for there to be a concern. Unless it's like friends coming over. Yeah, that's what I'm, that's my assumption. That like, she's being a sneaky Pete on the weekend. Sneaky Pete. And Polly Parrot is like, back door. (laughs) (laughs) You mean to escape or? (laughs) No, back door fun. (laughs) Delivery and back. (laughs) (laughs) And the bird starts like moaning and like having an O. Ah, ah. I'm just, I'm thinking about the the parrot that my cousins had growing up (laughs) because this parrot was like 6 a.m. hit and was calling them by name. And I actually think they still have her because they live to be a trillion. Oh, really? Yeah. Like a hundred years old or something. That's amazing. Yeah. But it used to hiss at us or like, I don't know. It was very weird. Like a cat? Yeah. That's wicked. And the only person that could touch her was my cousin Lou. Uh, Yeah. Fucking weird shit. That's hilarious. Yeah. So what's your advice here? I think I would just start playing a bunch of like Kevin Gates songs around it. So then it learns those lyrics. Okay. And then okay. whatever it's saying, my business, it's just going to be convoluted with the Kevin Gates lyrics. You like that word, Beth? 
I do. You just taught me it. Well, you're welcome (laughs) for my convoluted (laughs) definition. (laughs) So that's my advice. Okay. Start playing some raunchy music around it. That's actually pretty great because my first thought was like, there are Walmarts everywhere. (laughs) And there is a BB gun on a shelf. What? It's a fictional parent. Put it in the basement or attic while you're... People that you don't want it to know your business come over? Have you had a parrot? Those motherfuckers are so loud. It doesn't matter (laughs) where you put them. Uh, Let's ask ChatPT for a response. Yeah, because hopefully he doesn't say to get a BB gun. So I wrote respond from a psychological perspective. Oh, I'm excited. Are you ready? I'm so ready. (laughs) From a psychological perspective, it's important to recognize that pets, including parrots, do not possess the cognitive ability to understand human secrets or consciously share them. (laughs) This situation may be a result of coincidental or unintended behaviors by the parrot rather than intentional sharing. (laughs) (laughs) To keep your secrets safe, it's essential to reflect on your own actions and communication patterns around the parrot. Ensure you are not inadvertently reinforcing or encouraging any particular behavior. Consider training techniques to discourage the parrot from mimicking sensitive information. Good job, Biff. (laughs) (laughs) Additionally, Be mindful of who you share personal information with and maintain boundaries in your conversations. If you have concerns about privacy, I know, it may be helpful to seek support from a therapist or counselor to address any underlying anxieties or fears. Remember, the parrot's actions are not driven by malicious intent, but rather by its nature to mimic sounds it hears. That was... That sounded like... Literal advice column. Landers or someone. Yeah. That's wicked funny. That's hilarious shit. Except for an advice columnist would need to reiterate <laughs> that the parrot is not intentionally <laughs> trying to sabotage you. Like, you know, I, I don't want to <laughs> fuck your life up. <laughs> want to do the next one? Yeah. These are so fun. This is so funny. Dear Biffs, I accidentally turned my neighbor's cat purple with a magical mishap. <laughs> <laughs> How can I reverse the spell without causing more trouble? Reverse the spell. Well, is your magical mishap a four-year-old toddler? Ooh, I like, okay. Good twist and turn. Magical mishap. Okay. We were doing a experiment. And it turned the cat purple. And my daughter dropped her purple paint. Her purple (laughs) volcano erupted on the cat. Now it's a science project. Now how do I reverse this? You look for a time portal. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go far-fetched, shall we? Let's. Uh, What would you do? I'd pull out my handy-dandy spell book. I hate this question. And look for the color-changing spell. To? To reverse the purple cat to make him orange again. Yeah, to undo, you know. But what if the spell has negative side effects? What if it? So that it works. And then you turn purple. But then the cat barks instead of meows. Or it transfers the purple to someone else. Do you get to choose? To I don't think else? so. Damn. Yeah, no. You think Barney chose to be purple? I think he chose to stay purple. That's right. Because <laughs> he didn't have someone casting spells around him. <laughs> I don't even know where the fuck to go with this. Other than what you said. Get your handy dandy... Spell book. Spell book. But you got to check the the consequences. Well, I don't think you know those spell. ahead of time, do you? On um, 
what the frick is that movie? A muck, a muck, a muck. Oh, Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. <laughs> I was thinking Abracadabra, I think. Oh. On Hocus Pocus, they, it tells you, like, warning, if you use this spell. Oh, sure. This is going to happen. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yep, you're right. Yeah. So check the consequences. Otherwise, hair grows. Maybe your cat won't stay purple. Maybe it'll grow out. It's the neighbor's cat, isn't it? Yes. Maybe then. Oh, right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. If it's your cat, who gives a fuck? That's true. But it turned the neighbor's cat into that McDonald's purple butt plug. Does that come in Happy Meals? No. Do you remember? (laughs) You remember? What's his name? Grimace? The purple. Oh, yeah. Didn't they just have his birthday? Yeah. (laughs) And this is not a McDonald's commercial. We promise. (laughs) But yeah, he was a big purple butt plug. (laughs) What was he really? I have. I think he was just like a created monster. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Response. (laughs) Yeah. What the fuck else are we supposed to do? Oh, this is so involved. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. It's important to recognize that magical mishaps are not a common occurrence in the real world. The scenario you mentioned seems to involve a fictional or fantastical element. However, we can still explore a psychological approach to address this situation. If we interpret the scenario metaphorically, it could... Biff. Again. With a toddler, your your kid being... <sighs> I nailed it again? I think you did. Oh my god, continue. If we interpret the scenario metaphorically, it could represent a situation where you accidentally caused harm to someone or something. In such cases, the psychological approach would involve taking responsibility for your actions and showing genuine remorse. Here are some steps you could take. One, acknowledge the mistake. Accept that you made a mistake and understand the impact it had on your neighbor's cat. <laughs> Two, (laughs) apologize, offer a sincere and heartfelt apology to your neighbor for the unintended consequences of your actions. Three, seek help or advice. (laughs) If the cat's well-being is in question, consult a veterinarian or an expert who can ensure the cat's health and safety. Four, take corrective action. If there's a way to reverse the effects of the spell safely, seek guidance from an expert in a respective field. And five, Learn from the experience, reflect on the incident, and identify ways to prevent such incidents in the future, perhaps by being more cautious with magic and other activities. Remember, in real-life situations, open communication, empathy, and taking responsibility are essential components of addressing any unintended harm caused to others. Well, fucking A. Fucking A. <laughs> fucking AI. <laughs> like, what the F and what? Like... That was actually a really good response. Those are definitely like what our our columnists sound like. So maybe we should start flipping this into like real life perspective, just like the AI is. Because I mean, you're you're doing that, I think, like just subconsciously. Not extended. Because it's so natural for you. Yeah. But maybe maybe we can take on the next one with some conviction. All right, let's get our our calmness shoes on we're already fucked are you ready (laughs) yes dear biffs i woke up one day with the ability to speak to squirrels (laughs) but now they won't stop gossiping about other animals (laughs) (laughs) what should i do what the oh don't look at me goddamn gossiping squirrels gossiping squirrels what should you do well, what would you tell your friend? 
Well, what the neighborhood animals don't hear won't hurt them. Right. So I'd tell the But maybe you're like, you don't want to hear about all these neighborhood animals as the receiving not squirrel. I would communicate my stance to the squirrels and let them know that it's wrong to talk about people behind their backs. Mm-hmm. And so I would tell little Timmy squirrel, go say that to <laughs> Samantha the cat. <laughs> See what she says. I know. Imagine. Have you seen Samantha? That bitch is purple. <laughs> She's looking bruised. Uh, I wonder if it was the same witch <laughs> that made her into a wild thornberry. <laughs> I don't know. I love the gossip. So, mm-hmm. or I, you could get your grandpa's 22. Sure. I I still think you should just get a BB at Walmart. True, 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 true. But I suppose you could just talk to this squirrel and let them know that while you're willing to share a bowl of acorns with them, you're not necessarily ready to talk about the animal kingdom's problems or what they're experiencing. Okay. I feel so unfulfilled by that response. Yeah. Yeah. But you know who might give a good one? Are you ready? I'm ready. The newfound ability to communicate with squirrels could be seen as a metaphor for gaining insights into the behavior of others or becoming more perceptive about social dynamics. In this scenario, the constant gossiping of the squirrels could represent an overwhelming flood of information or an increased awareness of interpersonal conflicts among other animals. Here are some steps to consider. One, set boundaries. Just like in human interactions, it's important to set boundaries with the squirrels. Let them know that you value their communication, but prefer not to hear gossip or negative talk about others. Two, encourage positive communication. Reinforce and encourage the squirrels to share positive and useful information instead of gossip. Offer treats or praise when they engage in friendly (laughs) interactions or share helpful insights. Three, refocus on nature. Use your newfound ability to learn more about the natural world and observe the behavior of different animals in their environments. This can be a fascinating and educational experience. Four, reflect on empathy. Recognize that gossiping might be a natural behavior for squirrels and they may not fully comprehend the consequences of their actions. Practicing empathy towards them can help you find ways to navigate the situation more effectively. Five, seek balance. Make sure your interaction with the squirrels doesn't consume all of your attention and energy. Maintain a healthy balance between your newfound ability and your other responsibilities and interests. Remember that this scenario is fictional, and while the ability to communicate with animals is not scientifically supported, the psychological aspects of empathy, setting boundaries, and balancing new experiences can be valuable lessons in real-life situations. Uh, Fucking A. Do you disagree with any of this, Beth? I do not. I'm going to change our prompt to respond like an advice columnist. Yes. Yes. It's probably going to sound the same. <laughs> probably going to sound the this same. This sounds like a lot of our advice it does. columnists. Next one? Yes. Dear Biffs, I accidentally spilled a truth serum on myself, and now everyone around me is Ooh. revealing their darkest secrets. How can I stop the chaos? Wait, I'm confused. Yeah. Wouldn't you be the one right. revealing all the secrets? Yeah. So let's, should we change it to that? And now I can't stop telling my deepest secrets 
with everyone around me. I think we can do that because my first response is, please don't buy a truth serum from this place again. <laughs> also, why is that a problem? Walking around and everybody telling you their fucking deepest, darkest secrets. I don't want to know shit about me. <laughs> right. Like, That's mom, what do you really more. think about me? Well, just don't ask that question. I'd be much too tempted. Well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. From my parents, yes, because they're, they may think a lot of wild things, but their love is unconditional. Right. So I'm still going to be fine. Right. That's true. That's true. Also, I'm pretty sure we both equally have a pretty good grasp of what our parents really think about us. <laughs> I know. Because neither I, of them are afraid. My mom still thinks like I'm an, irres- an irresponsible teenager. <laughs> neither of them are afraid to uh, voice their feelings. It's true. So, so <laughs> Honestly. But think about like being out at Walmart. possibility. And, like, just the girl in the aisle right next to you is like... I banged my husband's grandpa. And now my parents telling everyone. (laughs) (laughs) And now my parents. I'm here for a BB gun. (laughs) 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 Full circle, motherfucker. See? I'm just very curious to see what. The responses? Yeah. Because I see no issues. There is no problem. I'm with you. I'm not going to ask questions I don't want answers to, but that's it. Yeah. Or take a shower. Take a shower? If you really don't want to be knowing and you spilled it on yourself, take a shower, wash it off. Oh, does it work that way? I don't know. I feel like, no, because then the purple cat, we could have just shampooed it and been fine. Well, that's different. Uh, yeah, okay. I'm following. Truth serum. No, yeah. I feel like it's got to get in your Truth skin. Truth serum, like, it's runs not... out, no? And... Oh, it does have to get in your skin. Yeah. Is that real? There's no washing truth serum off. There's, there's actually that, uh, what's it called? That medication. Right. That t- makes you tell the truth. And you ain't washing that off. Is it, but, but is it reliable? Science is weird. I don't think that it's admissible in court, but I do believe. Like a breathalyzer on the field? Like a, like a lie detector <laughs> like a test. Field sobriety test? Like, the cops can use it. Like, mm-hmm. hey, you fucking failed this. Or, like, you told us this. Right. But they can't quote a court and be like, we injected him with this shit. Right. And he admit it. So that's why we, you know what I mean? Right. So I don't think you can just jump in the shower. Yeah, maybe not. Let's just pretend that you can't. Okay. All right. Then use your superpower. Stay at home. It's. I think that one's better than reading thoughts. Online. Because now you get to choose. You know what I mean? For the most part, what you hear. Yeah. Definitely don't go to like Walmart. Don't go to the bar. You don't want to hear none of those truths. Nope. You know where you want to hear truth? I was just going to say, go somewhere fun. Go to Home Depot. Why? (laughs) Because I'm thinking about all the older guys that come in. (laughs) And share what? Their deepest, darkest lumber secrets? No, like they're like... I don't know. It just sounded good, okay? Okay. Where were you going to say to go to? I don't even remember anymore. Friendlies? Tell me the last time you saw me at a Friendlies. I don't even think you and I have ever even gone to like we a 99. Have. We've been to a Friendlies before. Oh, with our old... When we were in, we were in high school. High school, It yeah. was MCAS. 
was it breakfast? Standardized testing. Yep, it was breakfast. We for breakfast. And we had a waitress that was less than stellar. We And we were also like asshole teens. Yeah. We're sorry. <laughs> for sure. We're Absolutely so sorry. sorry. Always tip your waitresses. But we, we left change. I, yep. I, I remember exactly now. So she came out and gave us the change while we were trying to get in the car. Yep. We like her. We love her. We love her. I'm yeah. so sorry. Let's we're, go eat at Friendly's one night just to leave a really great tip. But it's not even her. I, I know. It's been like it's 20 like, years. Okay, but we can. Oh, I hate even saying that. Fucking it's 20 true. Years. You're right. Response? Yes. Dear Seeker of Secrets. Oh, what a predicament you found yourself in. Oh, this is great. This is what the prompt respond like an advice columnist. Accidentally spilling a truth serum on yourself must have led to quite an unexpected turn of events. While it may seem chaotic, fear not. There are steps. This is fucking hysterical. This is great. There are steps you can take to regain control of the situation and bring back some sense of normalcy. One, isolate yourself temporarily. If possible, find a private space away from others until the effects of the truth serum wear off. This will prevent further unintended revelations and give you some time to think. Stay calm and composed. It's natural to feel overwhelmed. That's number two. Sorry. It's natural to feel overwhelmed, but try to remain calm and collected. Panic may only exacerbate the situation. I hate that word. Exacerbate? Yeah. I never know if I'm saying it right. You said it right. Thank you. Is Ex- that the only reason why you hate the word? Yeah. Oh, okay. Why? Fair. I just didn't know if you, it was like one of those you hate, like the way it sounds. Oh, no. I just, I don't like the C and the X together exactly. like that. Three, explain the situation. Once the truth serum has worn off, consider honestly sharing what happened with those around you. Explain <laughs> Great. that you were under the influence of a truth serum and the revelations were not intentional on your part. Four, apologize and offer support. Extend your sincere apologies to anyone who might have been affected by the revelations and let them know that you understand the Wait, discomfort. Wait, see, so AI took it like we did. Yeah. Like, you're the one who should be spilling the secret. Right. Okay, okay. Let them know that you understand the discomfort the but situation AI may have caused. I question. I know. <laughs> I know. Sorry, it just keeps getting better. Five, respect confidentiality. <laughs> Who's? I'm just going to keep going down the list. Six, reflect on the experience. And seven, seek professional advice. <laughs> Remember, accidents happen, and it's essential to learn from them. With patience, understanding, and open communication, you can work toward resolving the chaos and rebuilding the trust with those around you. Wishing you clarity and resolution <laughs> to Biff's. <laughs> okay. That was great for that prompt. For like, respond you... like an advice columnist. How, that was fucking, that was Textbook. That, literally. Yeah. But you're not rebuilding that trust. <laughs> After you just told Cynthia what Literally. you really thought. You know what? If that was it, if that's what happened, I would fill a pool full of truth serum. One quick dip once a day. <gasps> and I would know how you got into positions of power. <laughs> so I Good, can follow suit? Yes. Goodbye, <laughs> old white men of Congress. <laughs> here, here. Here, here. Oh, that's for sure. That's Cheers. Exactly. Next question. Let's do it. Dear Biffs, my family insists on dressing up like pirates for every family gathering, (laughs) but it's embarrassing. How do I get them to toe down the pirate obsession? 
Biff, go. <laughs> That's the question? That's the whole question. Yo, ho, yo, ho. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Are your family get-togethers in public spaces, first of all? Okay. Because if not, who gives a shit? Right. Well, I mean, people are embarrassed by their families, too. Yeah, especially if, like, your boyfriend's coming this year. And yeah. you're like, hey, by the way, my entire family's going to be just as pirates for zero reason. <laughs> in which case, your boyfriend won't be coming into your party, but rather in his own hand. Or he's going to show up like like a fucking pirate. Depends on what kind of boyfriend you have. Arg. <laughs> yo, yo. But the question is, how do I get them to tone down the pirate obsession? It's a pretty valid question, I guess. Maybe don't go to those family gatherings. But didn't it say every family gathering? Every family So you're just never going to gather with your family again? Listen, the other side is eventually going to tell my immediate family that no one wants them to come to show up with like stripes and an eye patch. Here's an idea. Okay. That finger is serious. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that you're with your nail your finger to tell me to stop which like which was like a terrifying long, sign from my six mother inches long. that's right you've got the biggest half, finger i have half a ruler on my hand right now you do start doing your own themed parties oh rebel if they're pirates show up as peter pan <laughs> <laughs> true because they're either gonna fucking hate you because you ruined everything or they're gonna be like oh my god you're brilliant right and keep going with it and then next get together you can be like guys what if we did a fucking oh man what are those called the feathers the 1980s or whatever it's called the native american With you pointing at your head like that, I'm like, is that what you're thinking of? No, the ones with the super long cigarettes on the like. Oh, the flappers, flappers. the 20s. 20s. Wrong decade. You're about 60 years late. That's what I said, the 20s. What is that called? Not ballroom, but like. Like prohibition? No, there's a a name. If like, oh, I'm having a. Oh, speakeasy. No. No. If I was like, oh, I'm having a blank party. That would mean like show up in your like feather dresses with your pearls. A flapper party, a 20s party. No, there's a specific name. Anyways, you can do these types of themes where it's like they still get to dress up, but they look a little less bizarre than running around in a group of pirates. So what we're saying is embrace that your family will always want to look like something, but make it fashion. Yes. (laughs) Yes. But make it tolerable. And that's, yep. Okay. Okay. Are we ready? Yeah. You got nothing else? That's, you agree? I, yeah. Control you, right? Psychological perspective and all. What we've learned is like, you're not going to control other people. You're not going to control what they want, how they want, like how they want it, what they want to do. You need to worry about yourself. Right. And if it's that. So if you're not going to not go to your family's parties, take control of the situation in one way so to speak and start working the system bro freaking a ready i'm ready dear concerned swashbuckler (laughs) (laughs) 
I didn't even read it beforehand. Ahoy there. <laughs> it seems your family has fully embraced the pirate spirit, but you find their love for the buccaneer life a bit overwhelming. It's understandable to feel embarrassed if you're not fully on board with the pirate theme. Here are some tips to navigate those choppy waters and find a balance that suits everyone. 1. Express your feelings openly. Share your concerns and let them know while you appreciate their enthusiasm, you also feel uncomfortable with the constant pirate dressing. 2. Understand their perspective. 3. Propose a compromise. Biff! Nicely done. Yes. 4. Offer alternative ideas. You brilliant, brilliant human. Yes, thank you. 5. Embrace the fun. This literally went your entire direction. If you're open to it, try joining in the pirate fun on occasion. You might find that participating in the theme every now and then can be enjoyable and strengthen your family bonds. Mm, A little bit different from what you said. Six, seek support from other family members. What I said. Eventually someone in the family is going to be like, it's not cute anymore. Seven, respect their choices. Remember that family gatherings are about spending quality time together and creating cherished moments. Finding a compromise that allows everyone to feel comfortable and included is the key to ensuring that these gatherings remain enjoyable for all crew members. Wishing you smooth sailing and harmony at your next family gathering. Arr, sincerely, <laughs> the Biffs. This is fucking perfect. Yep. I think we're good, Biff. <laughs> We are regular podcasters. It's going to be a little bit of a short episode, but... We are regular... Swashbucklers. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And parrot trainers. And cat dyers. 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 Colorists. Cat colorists. Right? Is that what they call... You know better than I do. Is that what they call what? Like hairstylists that dye hair. Cat colorists? Well, colorists. Not cat... Seriously... (laughs) Well, you said, is that what they call it? Well, I sure, but I figured you were on my train of thought here. I was not. I'm so sorry. I was not. Um, yeah, I guess stylist. Okay. Hairdresser. Sure. Are you a cat stylist? <laughs> Send us your questions, comments, all your concerns, and any of your spare eye patches to illadvisedthepodcast at gmail.com. Or catch up on all of our episodes, which offer real advice with <laughs> real world situations at illadvisedthepodcast.com. Or on social media on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at illadvisedthepodcast. You're beautiful. You're wonderful. Polly watched you get your cracker stuff. <laughs> Can you just finish? <laughs> and thank you for listening. <laughs>